Welcome back to season two of the Ignite Your Spark podcast and it is so good to be back. So this season our focus is all about inspirational stories because last season you guys loved our guest episodes where we dive deeper into their own personal story and how they got to where they are today. So without further ado let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Ignite Your Spark podcast and today we have the wonderful Zoe Carter who is a mindset and manifestation coach and Zoe is fairly new to the online space but the impact is already so so much and her story from start right up till now every time I get an update on Zoe's account something new and inspiring has happened so we're so so excited to to welcome you welcome to the podcast Zoe. Thank you thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So some people, they might go onto your profile, might go onto your page and think, oh, she's got it good. She's got great success. Look at this, everything she's achieved. But it may not all be as it seems like you've got an amazing journey. And that's why we wanted you on, because it is one of the most inspirational stories I've heard in a long time. So where does your your journey begin? Thank you. Um, oh, gosh. So let me go all the way back <laughs> to kind of like my teenage years, because that's where I tend to start my, my story. My childhood was pretty normal up until about age 12. Um, my mom was getting her divorce from uh, a second husband and we ended up moving to Texas to be close to her family. And that is where all of a sudden my life started to change in not the best way. Unfortunately, she started hanging out with the wrong crowd and got addicted to drugs. Um, we became homeless and we would just kind of sleep on whoever's couch was available that night. And uh, I did that with her for about a year until I was 13. And then one night things just got really, really bad. And I remember having this moment of, if I don't leave this situation, I don't think I'm going to make it. Like I'm either going to end up like these people, which I do not want, or I'm going to die or it's just, oh, I knew I couldn't stay there. So I found another family member close by who I went to go live with, um, who is really no better. So that lasted about another year until I was 14. And then when I was 14, I actually completely ran away, like ran away for good, grabbed my clothes for school the next day. And then I went to my boyfriend's house. He was not home and his parents didn't speak English. <laughs> so it was like a really awkward <laughs> interaction. And um, eventually they got the message. I needed a place to stay for the night. Um, so I ended up staying there. And from that day on, I was completely on my own. So I continued to go to school. I was able to stay at my boyfriend's parents' house for a little bit. Uh, I ended up getting a job at a fast food restaurant, but I wasn't of legal age. So I had to kind of, you know, lie and say I was a certain age and just conveniently forget my ID until they stopped asking. And I stayed um, with my boyfriend's parents for about a year. And then I found a little metal shack that was being rented out by this woman uh, she had the shack in her backyard. And when I say metal shack, I mean legitimately a metal shack. It is so small. It had a toilet though, and a shower and a bed. And that's all I needed. And I wanted my own space. And she didn't ask me for any kind of ID. I know that whole thing sounds super <laughs> shitty and it was, but it is what I had to work with. And I knew that being on my own would be better than being with 
my mom and kind of the people she was hanging out with. So I did what I had to do and I kind of just made it work. Um, And I stayed there until I was about age 17. And then that's when real estate agents started coming around to the idea of working with somebody who was under 18, but close to 18. And then I was able to move into better and better places. I got better and better jobs. And I was very much in the hustle mindset, like hustle, climb the corporate ladder, get your life together, work really, really, really hard so that one day you might have an okay life is kind of the route I was going and just trying to find my way in the world. Eventually I got into banking. I was pregnant with my daughter as a teenager. And that's when I was like, okay, I really got to get it together here because it's not just (laughs) me anymore. It's going to be me and my daughter. Uh, So I was a single teenage mom and got into banking and kind of worked my way up the ladder. I went from a teller to a banker. And then I eventually, along the way, met my husband. We got married. It seems like I have kind of this normal life now, which is what I worked so hard to get. Mm. And then I decided to get my licenses and become a financial advisor and move out of state. So I went from Texas to Arizona And I kind of built up that business, this financial advising business. So that was doing okay. Mm. And okay, I'm going to stop you there because that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, so for context, for people listening, I um, signed up to one of Zoe's courses because I just knew from your energy and the way that you talk that you were absolutely something I wanted to learn from. But then I heard that story and it's, it, it must be so weird for you to look back on and reflect now. Does it feel like a different lifetime or is it, it built you? Yeah. It, when I talk about my story now, it almost feels like I'm talking about somebody else because mm. I'm so far removed from that lifestyle. Like it almost makes me not uncomfortable in a bad way, but mm-hmm. like a little uncomfortable and like, a, ooh, like I would never, you know, hang out with those type of people who are on, you know, drugs and just violent and things like that. And that's what I ran away from. And then, you know, I was riding the struggle bus there for a while, just (laughs) trying to work as hard as I could, because that was my belief system that I had to work really hard to get, you know, kind of an average life. And then, um, yeah, and now it's just, it's a completely different story. So yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm talking about someone else. (laughs) (laughs) And such like a, a strong, strong-willed and like clear vision from such a young age to be so young to be in that position prior to that point was you aware of soon enough I'm gonna need to go it alone I'm gonna need to put myself first and make this life for myself or was it a stark surprise at a young age so I I remember having kind of like an epiphany moment on one of the night the night that I ran away um, the first time from my mom mm-hmm. because there was so much going around us we were actually sleeping in somebody's garage and there was like my mom and her boyfriend and they were fighting as usual and there was another couple like off to the side and they were fighting and then there were some other people over there like doing all kinds of drugs and then there was just me and I'm just like standing there watching all of this happen. And I knew that that wasn't right because before then my childhood was pretty normal. Like I knew what, what normal was. And I knew that that was not normal. Yeah. And so it was kind of this like moment of, okay, I can stay and deal with this whole situation for who knows how long, or I can leave, which is super scary. 
but it's gotta be better than this. Like there's no mm. way that it's gonna get worse than this. This is like rock bottom, the worst it's gonna get. And it only goes up from here, but I have to leave to make that happen. So that yeah. was kind of like my moment of realizing, okay, I've got to do something different. Yeah, absolutely. And then obviously you get to this point and you already have achieved so much and so much success in the corporate world. And then you went even further. So what happened next? Yeah. So once I got to a place where I was doing really well, like I said, I was a financial advisor. I joined this big firm and I felt like I was just on top of the world. And then <laughs> the financial world can be hard. I was mm -hmm. doing just okay. But, um, you know, I was in my early 20s and I'm wanting to manage these multi-million dollar portfolios. And, you know, these people that have built up this life savings their whole life, they come and meet with me and they're like, I don't want to hand this kid my money, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that is the problem I had for a while. I was just not getting the clients and the portfolio and the money that I was wanting to manage that I knew I was capable of managing. And I very much threw myself a pity party and went into victim mode and mm. kind of like, oh, woe is me. And then uh, somebody, another financial advisor had mentioned this personal development book called The Miracle Morning. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's, you know, read this. And I loved it. That was like my first introduction <laughs> into personal development. And I was so hooked. So I ended up creating this morning routine and working on myself and things did get easier and better, you know, kind of slowly. I was noticing some changes and, and I really liked it. So I would read another book and another book and another book. But what I found is all of these personal development type books seem to be, about how to pick you up off of rock bottom and get you to a place where you were okay. But mm. I was already there. I was already okay. I was already doing well. And I'm like, where are the personal development books that take you from being already successful to massively successful? Like I'm already yes. good. I just want to get better. Where are those books? And that is where I started to kind of dip my toe into the more like spiritual realm where we got into manifestation and law of attraction. And that is where I found the real magic. And at first I was not super open to it because I had struggled all my life. And yeah. Things weren't easy. And here's all these books saying it gets to be easy. And I'm like, mm, mm. kind of skeptical, you know, but I thought, okay, well, what do I have to lose? Like I'm already yes. here. The worst that can happen is I'll stay where I am and that's not so bad, but the best that could happen. Oh my goodness. You know, who yeah. knows what will end up happening. So I decided to give it a try and I started uh, really researching the law of attraction and manifestation and journaling. And I would remember in the mornings I would sit there and I would journal like this month, I'm going to bring in a million dollars in new assets into my business. Like I'm going to manage another million and another million, another million. And things would start happening. Like people would call me out of nowhere and want to work with me. I started getting referrals. Like I wasn't working any harder but I was getting so much more success. And the only thing that changed was my belief system and my energy around it. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, <laughs> this, where, like, do other people know this? <laughs> I yeah. was just so excited. And yeah, that was kind of like my first introduction. And once I started seeing that it worked, I was hooked. And so I used that to build up my financial business. So I went from zero to 
$25 million in money under management in a two-year period. And I'm loving it. Yeah. Two years. (laughs) That is... Like you say it, just like, oh yeah, I did that two years. That is nothing. That is nothing to see. But like you say, it just snowballed and snowballed. The second oh, yeah. you got a taste for it, it was like, go, go, go. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. And it was so much fun and it felt so easy. And I was just so happy and in such a good mood. Like it was just life changing. And so because I was doing so well, my firm actually came to me and was like, hey, you're doing well. Do you think you could help coach the other new financial advisors. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I will. So I did. And that's where I fell in love with coaching Mm -hmm. is coaching the other financial advisors. Now, the only thing is, you know, the firm didn't pay me to coach these people (laughs) and they definitely kind of put up restrictions on what I could talk about. Um, So they really wanted me to talk more about the practical side, which is important, but they didn't want me so much talking about the energetic side, even though the energetic side is what was bringing me all of these success. So I thought, you know what, this doesn't just work in the financial world. This works for all industries. This works for really any, any business owner could use this and change their life and change their business. So I decided to create a digital course. And I remember having this idea in my head and being so nervous because the financial industry can be really strict. And I had to ask the firm permission to be able to start the side business. And that's about the time I met you, Lisa, because I remember (laughs) messaging with you and telling you, oh my gosh, I have to ask permission from this firm. And I'm so nervous. And you were telling me you had to do something similar in your industry. And so I really knew you from the beginning, like before the next level boss, my brand even really took form. I was already kind of talking to you about the vision. I know. And that's why for me (laughs) to be watching this, because literally at that point, yeah, you were saying that I I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know if they're going to allow it because yeah, I had the exact same situation with my business that you, when you sign your contract, it says you have to run it past them if you want to build your own business or work with anyone else. And I know for a lot of people listening, they may be in a similar situation, but Mm -hmm. you just have to go for it. Worst again, worst thing they say, no. But the best thing they say is yes. And look what has happened for you. And again, like for context, that was what? End of 2022? That was very recently. Yeah, because 2023, February of 2023 is when I launched my course for the first time. And it was October of 2022 is when I actually created the LLC for my business. So it was in October of 2022 that I asked them, hey, I'm thinking about, and I remember downplaying it so much too. Yeah. That way they would be like, oh, sure. Like, she's not serious. I'm like, yeah. oh, there's just this thing. Like, I'd like to coach my friends and stuff. And they're yeah. like, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Little did they know. Right. Yeah. In such yeah. a short period of time as well, because again, so that from October to launching your first course at the start of 2023, and then it just and this is it from an outsider's perspective it just blew up from there like people just would gravitate towards you and just feel your energy so so clearly yeah so once I got the okay to do this I went all in so I was running my financial business and then I was also like any spare second I had I was building the course and building the course and recording the videos and just trying to ask myself like okay, I've got it figured out now how to apply the manifestation principles to business. Like what kind of course would have been helpful for me in the beginning of my journey? 
And that's what I was creating. And then I ended up launching it in February of 2023. But the entire process, the entire time I was creating the course, I was on Instagram almost every day talking yeah. about it and promoting it and letting people know like where I was at in the in the process and how many videos I had done. So I think that's what really helped me with the success of my first launch is I just kept talking about it. And yeah. I I kept, you know, giving people little glimpses of what was inside. And my first launch went so much better than I could have ever thought I would. I mean, I would have been happy if one person had signed up, but it went yeah. so well. And I cannot even begin to explain like the high of happiness <laughs> that yes. I felt whenever all these people put their trust in me to go on this journey of, you know, personal development and taking those manifestation principles and applying them to either their existing business. Some of them were just starting businesses. Some of them had had businesses for a while that they just wanted to elevate. And it was awesome. So that happened February of 2023. After that first successful launch, I knew that that's what I wanted to do full-time. I love the financial world. I am good at managing money. I loved my clients, but I didn't feel super in alignment with the firm that I was with. And I knew that I really wanted to be my own boss. I didn't want to just kind of be my own boss. Yeah. I wanted to do it fully. So I started kind of thinking in my head, what do I need to do to make this happen? What kind of conversations do I need to start having both mm -hmm. with my family, but also with the firm? And in May of 2023 is when I left the firm. So launch was in February. I told them in March I wanted to leave. And then I actually left in May of 2023 and have been working full time since then for myself. <laughs> and it's so funny you say it like that, like, yeah, that's just what happened. And I did it and I went for it. But exactly <laughs> what you say there, that like, there is no feeling that I have ever had in my life to knowing that people are investing in you, they're choosing you, they see your yeah. vision and they want in and there is no feeling like it. So it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that the second you got that feeling, I was like, right, I want this 100% of my time. I want, this is how I want to spend my day. Like it's just it totally, totally makes sense to me. And Bex, how how do you feel hearing that given your, uh, uh, for context to listeners, Bex has just gone part-time in her corporate job. So I think this might be uh, intriguing Bex a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I have some, well, I will have some news by the time I share this. So I am handing my notice in this week. Fully. <laughs> um, so it's, I mean, my notice period is six months. It's, it's quite a long time, but it's just so inspiring. Like I didn't know your story. I didn't know any of that background. And I've written down a list of questions uh, to ask you if you don't mind about it absolutely I, I just love getting to know like I said like people's stories and where you where you're at now people will probably come to your page on Instagram it's all shiny it's bright it's positive and you know like Lisa said you have got that energy like I found that since I started following you myself and we've not even met apart from this evening on screen <laughs> like this is just in the dms but it's not always been that way and like Lisa said like and you've just gone and like explained your story I mean wow like that is at such a young age. And this is what really got me because I obviously specialize in past trauma and inner healing. And we obviously go into detail a lot with clients around their childhood and their environment. And sometimes you can be a byproduct of that. Now, listening to your story and at such a young age, like Lisa said, like having that vision and that knowing that it's wrong. And I know you was old enough to know what was normal at like 12 years old, you said, but was it 14, you said, when it started to go... 
Yeah. So it was 13 when I left my mom to live with another family member. And then 14 when I left that family member. And just from there, I was, I was totally on my own. And that is still, that's that you're a child, like 14 years old is a child. And that was what just grabbed me. And I was like, wow, like, how did you at such a young age, like having that knowing that you wanted better for your life, like you want, you didn't want that. Like, how did you have that confidence in you? Like, what was it? You know, at the time, I had no idea what it was, but now knowing what I know, I can only explain it as like intuition and my higher self just coming to me and being like, you need to get out. This is not meant for you. And I think because of how uncomfortable I felt most of the time. Now, there would be little moments where I would be at school and I would feel good. And then I would go home, wasn't really a home, just wherever I was staying that night and I would not feel good. And I started paying attention to that, like when I felt good and when I didn't feel good. And I noticed anytime, you know, I was around my mom and those people, I didn't feel good. And I didn't like that feeling at all. And every time I left, I felt better. So I thought, well, I'll just leave then and continue to, to feel better. And even if that means that there's going to be struggles and obstacles along the way, I still think it's going to be worth it. And so I really just had to take a chance on myself. And the fact that it all worked out is just proof that it was meant to be that way. Because I, I realized 14 is a really young age because my son is 14. Mm -hmm. And when I think about him, like living on his own or being on his, I'm like, there's no way because he's a child, Mm -hmm. but I was that age, but I just didn't feel that age. I felt like I was 18 or 20. I, and I think it's because I hit that survival mode of like, I need to grow up and get it together if I'm going to survive you yeah. had to like you had to mature like it literally yeah. your life depended on it in that scenario if you really look at it but I always hear that from people that when you have your own child and you see the innocence in them and you see mm. what they've experienced from the world and to think wow that is the day that you you walked and you like you say you were on your own yeah just wow like it really hits home I can imagine that wow that so much yeah. such a big decision such a big um, step to take at such a young age is just yeah I can't imagine I can't imagine and now to see your child and see that they're not living that life you have built a beautiful life for them but that must just be such a, a beautiful full circle moment oh thank you yeah it is it's it's crazy I have three kids now they're 10 12 and 14 and I'm so glad that they will never even have to live even like a tiny glimpse of what I lived. It's just, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I think just going back to what you said as well around um, how you felt, because a lot of people, when they're in situations like this, we tend to use our mind, don't we? We tend to think of like, you know, it all comes from the mind when really it's about being in tune with your body. And like you said, you didn't feel great. And I think that's a really good piece of advice for somebody to take away because sometimes they can get very confused because obviously the logic mind kicks in and tries oh, to yeah. work it all out where we don't really we don't really go in, do we? We don't tend to go within. It's not our natural way to deal with it. Yeah, especially because if you if you took my situation and you thought about it logically, none of that makes sense. Like running away at 14 you can't do anything legally anything on your own at 14 and so it's like you know I had my boyfriend's parents who just happened to let me stay there for a little bit and then for a while they had this little camper in the backyard and I stayed there for a couple weeks and then I would stay with another friend for a couple weeks and I would just kind of hang out with people's 
parents until they asked too many questions. Like they started to catch on and then I would leave because I didn't want anybody turning me in or making me go back to my mom or anything like that. So, and same thing with getting a job, you know, I would just say I was 16, even though I wasn't, and then forget the ID. And as long as I got my paycheck and showed up to work, I was fine. So logically somebody could make the argument that that's not going to work. You, you're not of legal age. You're, you're not going to be able to rent a place or get a job or do all these things, but I just did them anyway. And logic didn't really have anything to do with it. Yeah. And I think that's where, I mean, obviously you're a manifestation coach and that is what you teach mm -hmm. today. And mm -hmm. it's kind of having that trust that the universe had you back. Like you didn't feel within a situation at such a young age, you took the action, you made that choice that that is not going to be your life. Like there was no, oh, maybe it is. It was an absolute no. And then you've took that step forward. And it's, as they say, it always figures itself out, but it, it did, didn't it for you? Like it, things fell into place for you. Oh yeah. Yeah, it did. And even though it was a struggle there for a little bit, um, it was so worth it because I wasn't around people that made me feel bad anymore. And I wasn't around situations that I didn't want to get myself into or be associated with. So even though it was hard, I still felt happier than when I was, you know, with my mom. Wow. And I think as well, like, sorry, I have wrote a lot here because I was just yeah, feel free like... to ask anything. I'm an open book, so whatever. Um, and I think obviously, like, when you then went on into like developing your course and everything, and you've mm -hmm. had a very successful launch, which is just amazing. Congratulations. But I think a lot of that is obviously you showing up as the person that you are, sharing your story and authenticity that you bring to that because that is what people want to see because we can read a book on manifestation you know we can google about it what are the steps you need to take but it's that real true story of what you've been through and how you can help them achieve the same do you find that that has come into your course if you like into your business yeah I I do and I think uh, I do I tend to attract a lot of people who are really iffy about manifestation and so one of the things that I kind of start off with is you are manifesting whether you know it or not, or believe in it or not. And when I was going through that period of time where I was running away and trying to make things happen, and I was manifesting things, even though I had no idea what manifestation was. And then even whenever I kind of started to come across manifestation, like early on in my financial business, I was very skeptical of it. And now looking back, I'm like, well, I was manifesting this and manifesting that. And and so now that I'm aware of it, I can really create the life that I want to live. And that's what I try to help people with is whenever they're really kind of questioning things or how can this apply to business or how can this apply to this area of my life? I try to show them, well, you've been manifesting this entire time. Now you're aware of it. Now you can have some control over it. And that's when it gets really fun is you can literally create whatever life you want for yourself. And when you're aware of manifestation and the law of attraction and how those things work. It happens a lot faster. I got myself out of a really sticky situation, but it took a really long time because that's what I believed. I believed it took hard work and years of climbing the ladder. Now I know that that is not the case. It doesn't have to be that way. And so I can choose to kind of quantum leap year after year after year. And so it's kind of a long-winded answer, but <laughs> no, I think this, this I try to help people with this episode especially is just full of golden nuggets because you are you just said as well about 
like what your story was and how it got you to where you are if you were to think about it logically it wouldn't make any sense and I think that is a huge part in manifestation it's removing the logic because we tend to Mm -hmm. think with our logic minds it's our thinking mind right and I think if we remove that and then that is when you can really then create that dream life that it is you want to live would you agree yeah I absolutely I would 100% agree with that and I think we fight ourselves a lot too on those little nudges and, you know, intuitive nudges that we get, because then we immediately start to think about it logically and it doesn't make sense. And then we don't do what maybe we felt we should have done. And I can honestly say every time I have taken a step, even if logically it seemed insane, even if logically other people told me it wasn't going to work every time I have followed my intuition, it has always worked out for the better. And you know, that can be an example of when I ran away or whenever I quit the firm to start my business or whenever I, you know, moved to Las Vegas, we hired a moving company before we even had a house (laughs) booked out here. You know, it's just whenever you feel a strong urge to take a certain action and it feels right, it doesn't matter if it logically doesn't make sense. Like you have to listen to that intuition and that can take time and practice if you're not used to you know, kind of taking those big leaps, but yeah, absolutely. The, the nudges are where the magic is. Well, <laughs> if that's not a message for me, no, I, I don't, <laughs> Honestly, exactly. this is going to help so many of our listeners. I mean, it's helping me massively. And every time I get off episodes, especially when we record with our guests and I'm like, right. And I just feel so inspired. But this one, especially tonight, I'm like, right, that's it. That's that's the message I needed to hear. I can't ask for any more songs. <laughs> and then it doesn't stop there, listeners. We've seen even more growth, even more success in a completely new realm in the last couple of months. So you are now a YouTuber. Yes. The yes. <laughs> yeah, I um, I thought about doing YouTube a while ago. Um, I really enjoy my courses. I have um, the Next Level Boss course, which is all about manifestation and applying that to business. And then I started another course called Next Level Course Creator, which teaches people how to even go about creating a digital course. I've got my guided meditation bundle, which is all about meditation. And I love all of those things, but they are definitely very um, regimented because it is part of my business. And I wanted some other kind of outlet where I can still teach people, help people have fun, but in a very laid back manner. And so I I decided to start a YouTube channel um, all about luxury lifestyle because I do have a love Mm -hmm. for designer items and the craftsmanship and the history that go into them. And it's something that I've always loved and just have never been able to really act on until recently. And then also uh, fitness, health and fitness, because I did go through a hundred plus pound weight loss journey. So I thought I could share that as well and help people there. And yeah, I remember sitting down on the day I decided I'm actually going to start this YouTube channel. And I broke out my journal as I do. And I wrote in there that (laughs) I wanted to have this channel help a lot of people and have it grow really quickly and get it monetized in a month or less. That was my goal, even though I had no idea how that was going to happen. I just decided that that's what it was going to be like. And on day 26, it was fully monetized. (laughs) And so now that is just another income um, for me and my business as I now make money through YouTube, through the ads. And then I just got my first sponsorship uh, this month. So thank you. Um, yeah, so the, the YouTube channel is all about, um, health and fitness and luxury lifestyle. So 
those are two passions in my life and I make videos on both. And so I have a pretty diverse audience there and I absolutely love it. Just how amazing, how amazing is 2023 that it's so accessible that you're like, I want to share my story. I know there are other people that are interested in the same things I am. And you put it out there and immediately you get that confirmation that again, this next path, that intuition that's pulled you in another direction once again <laughs> it's coming through telling you where to go and it's just again like you are such an example for your students like and and that's it like when it comes to teaching and sharing your story and what you love so passionately it's you you you, you go there first you take action and you are the perfect example of that so if you're willing to share with us what what does the future hold Oh gosh. So this year I am wanting to grow both businesses. So my YouTube channel and the next level boss. And I decided at the beginning of the year, I like to have a word at the beginning of every year. I make a vision board and I always have like a word or a phrase. And this year's word was ease. Mm -hmm. I want this year to feel easy and flowy and fun. I want there to be massive success, but nothing to feel forced. And so I have changed all of my courses to be evergreen courses. So they are now not on a launch schedule anymore. They're all accessible all the time, always open for enrollment, which one makes things easier for me, but two, it allows any newcomers yeah. to my audience to be able to take that action and take the course if, if they feel ready for it. And then with YouTube, I've decided I'm not going to put any pressure on myself of when I have to have videos out. I know a lot of people are like every Monday and Wednesday, but I decided, nope, I'm going to make the videos when I feel like making them and upload them when I feel like uploading them. And so far that has worked out. So it's easy it. growth in both avenues. Oh, well, beautiful. Like, and, <laughs> and yeah, Bex and I are the same oh, word of the year. So I love to hear yours and ease. Like, yeah, there's so much meaning behind that. It can trickle out in so many areas. So mm. I love that. Thank you for sharing. So for our listeners, what is one piece of advice? And I know it's hard to give just one. What is one piece of advice that you would give to them on their self-development journey? Ooh, one piece of advice. I would say if I had to only give one piece of advice for somebody on their self-development journey, it would be to embody the version of you who you want to become now. So if you have this vision for yourself, whether it's to be a successful entrepreneur or a successful, you know, somebody who's in the corporate world or whatever the case is, decide who you want to become in a perfect world. Who would that be? And then start being them now in any possible way you can, even if it feels like that person is really far away from where you're at right now, anything you can do to embody that person, think like them, talk like them, dress like them, you know, make decisions as them. And it helps you get to be that person so much faster. That would be my advice. <laughs> perfect perfect piece of advice thank you so much again for being on and sharing and just inspiring our audience because I know you will have so where can they find you where can our because I know they're going to immediately stop this podcast and then they're going to go onto Instagram and YouTube and try and find you so what's your your details so on Instagram I am at the next level boss so it's the dot next dot level dot boss and then my website is www.thenextlevelboss.com and then my YouTube channel is Zoe Carter Lux so those are the three places you can find me and connect with me 
Perfect. And I will add all the details in the show notes so they can have a little look if they want to. But once again, thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing your story and inspiring our listeners. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the Ignite Your Spark podcast. We absolutely love recording these episodes and being able to share such amazing, inspiring stories. So be sure to follow, like on whatever platform that you listen on and do leave us a review. Also, remember you can find us on Instagram at igniteyourspark.podcast where we share behind the scenes, more inspiration, more motivation and everything to help you on your self-development journey. But for now, See you next week.